Hey friends, how are you? Um, I I needed to post tonight because just last night I invited some friends over. I had friends visiting from Port-au-Prince, Haiti, and it was quite illuminating, if not interesting, and it was quite eventful. I don't like eventful nights, and I needed to get on here and post with you guys because everything is a teaching moment everything is a lesson and even in my space where I'm trying to um, actualize and live in the space of what I talk about that doesn't mean that I'm some guru or someone who is just so enlightened that I don't fall prey to um, physical or um, yeah just physical sensibilities and things that annoy the fuck out of me okay so let's talk about it you are in tuned to raw talk women uncensored with adlor cassius let me say this first um my quiet time my quiet space is usually between one and three and that is because that's when my house is quiet the children are asleep yes their bedtimes are much later now not only because they're teenagers but because we are in a pandemic and that means people's um sleep patterns have changed my own sleep pattern have changed so i have not been too strict on the way I mitigate that with this with my students or children and um, my youngest is 15 she'll be 16 in two months and she's reminded me of that fact every single moment of the day she's planning her birthday party as we speak as an Aquarius and um, mind you I still have a 17 year old who will be 18 just next month oh <sighs> deep breath yes thank you for caring because I have grown young women in my home and sometimes they think they are my roommates having said that I had um, a friend I had some friends visiting from Port-au-Prince Haiti and um, she invited other friends and I want and I agreed to host her but what I wanted to correlate that with is how it it became it always it's always a teaching moment because the things that occur in your life whether it be dreams because I have very vivid and lucid dreams and linear dreams whereas for me they are me visiting other dimensions and my I saw a lot of the things that were to happen during this encounter and but I agreed to it anyway I have been so isolated and I've been reclusive in my space because of COVID-19 and I'm trying to move forward so that we can talk about some wonderful things but as these things happen I will share them with you and what is it yeah I will not put you through that rigmarole tonight (laughs) and just know that when I record I record in this very special moment and night so you can listen to this anytime but it, it was important for me to to iterate that the times that I record may be different from the times that you listen to it okay so I had this friend she was visiting and she visited last night and um we're in COVID 
we're, we're, we're living in a space where most of the time when your friends are visiting, you hold a whole dinner party or you, you, you know, and I'm not one to keep up with the Joneses, but I do take care of my friends. I do take care of people who I love and I like to, um, take care of the expenses of it. But because we are living in the time that we're living, I had to be completely transparent and say, listen, I cannot support this. I understand. I would love to, I I want to be there for you, but this is what I'm dealing with. You know, we, we went through five, six months. Are you kidding? More than that without work. And now that we're finally, um, maybe have some menial jobs and whatnot, and I'm teaching three classes and as a professor, you're not getting paid the same way. You're not getting paid um, 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 regularly as other people. And it's just different. It's much less. It's much less from being an administrator. And, um, yeah, I had to be completely honest with where my finances were because we still need to pay ourselves first. We need, we need to pay our bills. We need to... Um, take care of our um, of our of our trading in such accounts and I'm not one to be frivolous I am really not frivolous I stopped being frivolous once I had my children and my eldest just turned 20 so you know that I am I'm very responsible with my finances and that can be very transparent and honest with people and if whether you like it or not, listen, we can't go out tonight. We can't do brunch. We can't do this. And that's how I've been for the past 20 years. And I'm completely fine with that because I live within my own means. I don't live for other people. And I encourage you to do the same. However, we are living in a time where, okay, we had a friend come over. And um, that can be very different. Now, I had my my fever gun and sanitizer and still practice social distancing. I'm saying that just to encourage you that you are not an anomaly if you do the same. I've always been a germaphobe and a hypochondriac and um, always worrying about everything only because I've had my children and for me, I've just been a germaphobe all my life. Okay, now, um, with respect to that, I didn't want to be in the kitchen all day cooking and um, being in, being a caterer to people who are just passing through. So I did the catering thing. I stopped by a restaurant, someone that I respected, and ordered the trays. And after telling her what was up, she, she, she did the due diligence. She forwarded um, money towards my account and all of it plus $50 of my own money went into ordering the food for her guests to arrive at my home that I had to make sure was impeccably clean because even though I'm not expecting superb guests my home needs to be clean right all right so that's normal that's that's normal and we I received them in my backyard and it's just really back background story really at this point but I did a show I did an interview just a week before closing of the week last week about uh, mental health and um, meditation and mindful communication because all my life I've, I've, I've watched my parents and you know as children you watch your parents 
you watch the way they fight you watch the way they make up you watch the way you know they mitigate the the issues between you and your siblings because my siblings and I oh such contention it was so contentious growing up I love my siblings to death but I found that my placement in the hierarchy I'm a fourth child of five children I found that I was one of the favorites and that didn't bode well that didn't bear well with my other siblings so when my parents were out I was the one being bullied and so and dealing with that and being bullied at school also has formed this, you know, Wonder Woman who was ready to fight at home and at school. And I've become um, this um, person where at school they just didn't understand me. And that was cool because I was not going to share what I was going through at home. Um, I come from a home that there was domestic violence there was um it was very striated as as far as um hierarchy and I felt like it was an injustice that my eldest brother had the reign to do what he wanted and especially when my parents weren't home he would be you know especially hard especially on me and I felt like it was a retaliation due to me being a favorite and I say that openly we're all very close we're all very close and we're all very tight but we talk about this openly and especially Thanksgiving's coming up and even with all the backstory of what Thanksgiving is, I'm always the one giving the history lesson during, you know, the, the eating of the wonderful foods. But, you know, we still, we, we use Thanksgiving to get together a lot. And I love it because we get together as a family. And I love my family. No one can take that away from me. But I will never negate that um, growing up as children, there was a lot of contention. Having said that, we've always been very mindful of who come in, who come in and out of our lives. So we're very guarded. We're still thick as thieves. Like we can fight amongst us. We can say whatever we want amongst us. But let a stranger come in between us. And then it's like side eye. And we're watching that person. And so when a stranger, who I say is stranger, is still someone, a friend of 10 years come to my home and you say you you want to come to my home and you want to bring a couple of friends I with open arms still accept you but I will be completely real with you what this podcast is about is about me actually realizing and it feels it feels so horrible because I almost feel like a dumbass you, you've ever been friends with anybody for so long and when you realize that that person never really loved you or that that person is just an opportunist or that that person has a real issue with you that they've never shared with you and you're feeling like, what? You know? Because like Tupac says it best, if your friend becomes your enemy, that friend is was never your friend you know because amongst us if we're friends we can work it out 
But if it's something deeper that that person is holding, you have no knowledge of that. And I'm speaking from the framework of, 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 of still being compassionate, of still being understanding, of still being mindful of how I am, how I show up in that relationship. So I am very, 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 very mindful of how I am. And I'm very loving in that. But I am very so much passionate about what I believe. And I'm not going to 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 diminish or 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 not even just not just diminish but um forget or dismiss that as if something that is not that it is not it is what it is and when something is in front of you be honest with yourself or just accept what it is when someone shows you who they are accept it and it has come up several times but I never could accept it and what is that you're like Addie please fuck get to the point here is the point it is ever so hard for me to think of a black person whether you be high yellow And if they did not see the nappy naps on your head, you could actually pass. Or the darkest of black. It's hard for me to ever see you as a racist. And this sister from Haiti who lived in New York and Miami and she went to school in Miami, graduated from Miami high schools. I'm not going to dictate where. Um, Very well respected love her to death she's been exhibiting traits of someone who is racist what do you do about that and um, she was at my house yet again last night and um, you know what I noticed she brought on some people just love contention and they love to see drama she invited a friend of hers who um unfortunately for her and you'll understand why in a bit um regardless of her strong character did not offend me so much I am not that person I'm not so weak-minded or easily swayed or someone who's easily even ruffled because her friend has a strong character. I recognize that in her friend, but it was by design. She has several friends that she could have invited to my home, but what I realized is that she invited someone who she thought would contend with me or be in opposition with me and she wanted to see some drama pop off. And um, if you're in my circle, if you come to my home, I will sit, we will grill, I will feed you, we will talk, we will drink, we will definitely talk about some esoteric things or social justice things. And those things and historic things, those things I am very versed in as a scholar and I will not make any type of um, apologies for it. I am quite humble in my limitations. I don't know everything and I'm always ready to learn. 
And I love sitting with people who are versed in those subjects because I love to learn. And I am very humble. However, what I know, I know. And what I don't know, I just don't know. And I'm very, I'm open. I'm open to those types of conversations. Well, she brought someone on who um, came on very rude. And and I'm saying that because this is my initial observation of the whole thing. Sometimes you have to sit back and just watch, listen. Um, She cut, you know, she cut people off and she was quite rude and, and, and not allowing people to complete their thoughts and everything. And it got to a point where I had to say to her as the, as the owner of the house that, you know, you're being quite rude. You should allow people to speak allow people to finish their thoughts we all have thoughts and we all have learning from different realms I think you can and from different schools of thought I think you can we can all learn and benefit from each other if we if we just listen to one another and that was my way of going about it I'm like with all love with all respect you're welcome here but we want to listen to one another and that's how I went about it but throughout the night you know we talked and we we ate we laughed we talked and her and I became very cool to the point where I like her I like her fierceness I like her passion and during this in the space of all of that my friend who invited these people to my house pulled me aside of all people and said to me that she thought I was being rude. And I felt like, what? I'm being rude? I'm not the one, I'm hardly talking. Usually I'm the one deliberating, like I could hold a whole fucking podcast for a whole hour, you know? But I'm not even talking, I'm allowing people to deliberate on their views and their whatever, whatever. I may agree and disagree, and when I agree, I say I agree, and when I disagree, I tell you I respectfully disagree, but you're telling me that I'm being rude, and you had no problem with your friend being completely rude, not just to my partner, but to to my friends, and to your friend, your other friend who you invited. But you know, that was not the first time that that had happened. And then I had to sit back, you know, I spent the whole day today because it happened a whole night ago. And so I wake up late today, but when I'm in bed, I'm thinking I the whole night, the, the night before I slept. And then when I wake up again, I'm still thinking about it. That's because there's a problem. There's something that I need to address. There's something that I need to acknowledge. And I thought about it and I just stayed in my silence and I thought about it and I realized, wow. Her friend is light-skinned, just like her. And we talk about colorism within the black community. But this goes beyond that, because in Haiti, it's not just colorism, it's straight-up racism. Light-skinned people in Haiti think they're better than you. And they are completely offended when a black woman like me who is educated and have speech and and has education who can who can who can refute certain causes who can refute certain things speak up because when i speak with passion people who are racist are naturally offended 
And I realized, my friends, that my friend is racist. And I think she doesn't even know it. And that, my friends, is my contention tonight. How do you deal with a friend who doesn't even know that she's racist? She's fucking racist. And it's hard to talk about because it breaks my heart. I love her. But I don't bow down to anybody and I will never bow down to anyone. And I will never bow down to you because of the love I have for you. Now, if I won't bow down to you because of the love I have for you, do you think I'd bow down to you because you think you're superior due to your color placement in Port-au-Prince? That they, they respect you because you're lighter? Fuck you with that shit. This is not the first time it's happened. This is at least four times it's happened that she's come to my own home and told me, Addie, I think you're being rude. I think you're a little bit aggressive. Fuck you. If you think I'm rude and aggressive, get the fuck out of my house. Because I'm home. You come to my house. And I feel like Martin Lawrence telling you, get the fucking step in. Because if you come to my house and you feel like I'm rude and disrespectful, why do you continue to come back? I am not rude and disrespectful. I am honest. I am compassionate. I am loving. I listen. I'm humble. And then when there is a point where we are contesting or we are discussing things, everyone has a right to discuss and and talk about their feelings and what they know to be fact because I come with the facts baby and if that upsets you then get the fuck on and I'm I, and I'm saying it because yo how could I have not seen it how is it that I never saw it all these years this is someone I've known for over 10 years and she made several comments throughout the night that showed her complexity but then again she's just coming back from Haiti I get why she wants to live in Haiti because in Miami your color does not go that far because even as a light-skinned black woman you're still a black woman but in Haiti your light skin gets you very far and you can talk down to people and she made several different comments I, I mean I accommodated you And she made several different comments of things that I was lacking. And I was feeling like, listen, I am not your maid. I will never be Aunt Jemima. And if you want anything more than what I've offered on this beautiful spread, you can go do it yourself in the kitchen. I am not that. And I will will tell you, I do not deal with Haitian people who feel like, and anybody who feel like, because of your stature or your color, you can come into my home or anywhere I am standing on this green earth that you can come and tell me anything. Because I don't have any inferiority complex. And the same way I don't have a superiority complex, I will not accept it from you. Sorry, my love. But I had to get it out. And I will share this podcast with her because this is very much so for her and anyone who will listen. When I am a friend, I am a friend to the end. And I am a good friend. And when you question my friendship, we have a problem. Or should I say you have a problem? And I will not absorb that problem. And this is about that thing about toxic 
toxic conversations or toxic relationships you know every type of relationship every type of interaction every type of conversation is a nourishment or a poison and there are so much toxicity out here that you you can deal with the toxicity you can plunge into the toxicity but when you emerge you decide this is not for me And this is how I'm going to deal with it. Well, this is such a thing where this toxicity I will not absorb. And I have placed it in a place where it is of no importance to my life. I had to deal with it. I had to vent on it. You guys are in on it because you're here with me on Raw Talk, Women Uncensored. And that is it. Done. I promise you. Like, I can forget someone. I can forget someone and forget someone. Raw Talk, Women Uncensored.